which is called the Science Podcast. And these are a, a couple of atheists that run this podcast. So I thought you'd be interested to hear what they say. This is only one little bit, it's like it's over half an hour, and I couldn't play you the whole thing because I'd have to have so many beeps in it bleeping out uh, the expletives. Because you can't pray in this shit's a space! Yeah, so yeah, we normally have a, have a sponsor, so we're going to say our sponsor this week is Ken Ham. Ken Ham, yeah. See, uh, <laughs> yeah. He, he dedicated uh, a, a solid 20 minutes of a staff meeting. He did. Uh, he had full staff meeting with like 200 people there. Uh, what was that, May, April? S- sometime, but he showed a lot of video of our podcast, but said he couldn't show a lot of it because of all the beeps, the and, beeps bleeps and bleeps because bleeps. of our bad language. The so. beeps and bleeps. So, so yeah. he can't even stay consistent with the beeping or bleeping. We're not sure. Yeah. Uh, he We reached out to him. He has not yet responded. He blocked me on Twitter. I tried really hard and to he get him on the podcast. Me. He blocked me Wait, he's ago. blocked everybody but me. Yeah. Sorry. I don't, I Life need to goals. atheist harder, I guess. Yeah, you do, you need he's to atheist me. really hard. He's blocked you? I never talked to him and he blocked me. So, he do, knows you. He knows do, you. Does that mean I, I lost my atheist cred now? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. You need to leave right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, no sure atheist. New fallacy. <laughs> All right, so say, say who we yeah, are. Yeah, I got to do that. Uh, well, we are the Science Enthusiast Podcast. My name is Dan Brobbin, and as always, I'm joined by my pretty decent friend, is yeah. what, what it says in the Google Doc here, Natalie Newell. Hey. And hey. also we have David G. Hey. David G. Yes. So we're, we're Hashtag normalize David G. Yeah, we're really excited to be joined by our friend David G. McAfee, who we will call David G from this point forward, just because it sounds like Because we want to. We want to. So we're gonna do that. You know David. He's a religious studies graduate, journalist, founder of Orph and author of a lot of books, which you can buy up out there probably. So did I plug you well enough? That's yeah, really yeah, that's crazy. We don't have clickable um, links for people right now. If you guys could click the link right is, now, I would really this is, this is not how live shows work. Yeah. So, right, I know we're, we're used to just being on computers during this. So, part or of... you can't see us. Or yeah, I know. We don't have any sort of social anxiety issues. Yeah. So, I'm guessing a lot of people probably haven't listened to our podcast, because who listens to our podcast? Lots I don't of know. people. Yeah, whatever. But we do, every week we do a God of the Week because we like to tell stories about things that didn't happen. And we'll, so, we will never run out unless we do like 12 to 15 years of this. We won't run out of gods every week. And I don't think we're going to do 12 to 15 so. years of this because... God, that's exhausting. It's a lot, it's a lot together. Um, so the, what we're doing today for this live show is kind of skepticism 101 um, in pop culture, skepticism, atheism, all that kind of stuff. So instead of a god... We've got Thomas, the apostle, who was essentially, I think, the first skeptic in pop culture, because, I mean, the Bible is one of the first big works of fiction, so <laughs> um, instead of, you know, a god, we're just going to do Thomas, because he's kind of a skeptic. So he was one of Jesus's, like, 12 main guys, right? He, they hung out, they laughed. It, it says main men in here, I like main men better. Yeah, he was one of... Jesus is main man, because this is how I talk with myself when I write these things. And, you know, everything in the Bible happened. Jesus got crucified. He was buried. He rose from and the he, dead. He turned into a lich. He, did, he wasn't a zombie. He was a lich. Is that what it is? It's, it's a lich. Oh, it's not okay. a zombie. Like, fight so, me. Like, so, we will throw oh. down on this. Well, he still has brain activity, and he can still think and speak, and uh, that would make him not a zombie by most definitions. Okay, so this is science. Yeah. Yes. This is definitely, this is, this is why we are the science enthusiast podcast. But he did have, but he did have de- 
decaying flesh all over his body like a zombie, and Doubting Thomas asked if he could stick his fingers in Jesus' wounds to test and, and, that he was and, indeed... In the, in the hole? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right in his, right in his cavity. Nobody, uh, uh, yeah. He, I don't think people got it, but that's okay. Yeah, it's no. early. I, I, it, it is early to be talking about Jesus's Jesus' holes. holes. So, yeah. Um, so, so Thomas, though, like, everybody's going around telling the stories that, you know, Jesus is back, and Thomas is like, no, I, I, need, I need evidence, I need to see this. So, yes, hence the, I want to stick you know, <laughs> my hands in the holes in your hands, which it's all just really weird when you think about it, and really morbid to share with, like, children in Catholic school, like, I went to Catholic school, and these are things that you talk about, like, this guy just wanted to touch open wounds on this guy that rose from the dead, but, so, the thing with Thomas, though, I think as far as skepticism goes, is it serves this idea that, you know, you'd kind of rather be Thomas and need evidence to support your claims, even though, the, you know, we all know it's, the story is bullshit, but... I think, you know, you'd rather be Thomas than somebody At least who just he asked for things. evidence, and yeah. he, he wanted some extraordinary evidence for extraordinary claim, and he, it, to, it was met to his satisfaction yeah. eventually. That, that's actually the problem, I think, with the story, because Thomas is a good character, he's a good skeptical character, and it's created, Thomas was created as a plot point in the Bible to lend credence to the beliefs, and so that anybody in the future reading this can point to this apostle and say, well, he doubted, he's the doubting Thomas, just like you are, and look, he was convinced. He was convinced by feeling that there were holes in Jesus' body. But my problem with this whole story is that the Jesus that he was speaking with didn't look like the original Jesus. That's made very clear in the Bible. Nobody recognized him at first. They thought this was just a different person. So all he proved was that some guy had holes in his body, but not that Jesus was resurrected. I mean, we, can, we can prove that yeah, many times over. <laughs> yeah, so that, that, that story always failed as an example no. for me, but I, I do like the Doubting Thomas story because it's so interesting, and you could tell it's uh, a plot device. It's a, a literary tool to lend credence to the story itself, and it's really transparent, but people still fall for it. Mic drop. <laughs> That's it. Just, just go. The, the Bible, yeah. There are no more Christians anymore. Well, there's probably no, there's none in this room anyways. So Checkmate. Checkmate. Team atheists. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay. So. So there's that. Did that convince you? <laughs> no? okay. All right. Well. Okay, so good effort, though? Good effort? Okay. Good, good effort, that's, that's about all. Good that's about all you can get from me sometimes. <laughs> Is it just a good effort? So we are, I guess, kind of the main thing we want to talk about today is, is just some of the depictions of atheists, skeptics, and critical thinking in pop culture, like TV, movies, books, and everything. But first, I don't know, maybe just a little, like, what is like, skepticism? What is skepticism? Yeah. You, you. you, I, I have want, to. I want you to take this. Gosh. I want you to take this. One. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, we have, uh, of course, Brian Dunning, uh, who is uh, this, uh, again the Google Doc says the creator slash whatever of the Dunning Kruger effect. Uh, he's, <laughs> okay, that was that went over well. Skepticism is the process of applying reason and critical thinking to determine validity. It's the process of finding a supported conclusion, not the justification of a preconceived conclusion. Extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence, particularly in claims that are far-fetched or that violate physical laws, like somebody rising from the dead. Skepticism is an essential and meaningful competent 
uh, component. Component. <laughs> component. It's still early. I haven't had. It's still I, early. I tried it's drinking coffee early. this morning, and ugh, no. coffee is the worst uh, component of the search for truth. Oh, that—that's what. Okay. Okay. That's what we're gonna. He, he can talk all the trash about Jesus. I can talk about Jesus. I can talk about holes in Jesus, but that's—that's that's what. Coffee is everything. Meet me outside. We'll talk. Yeah. Like in a friendly, friendly, rational debate. So. I didn't. I didn't I had no idea that was gonna be that, that's gonna be that's the, the one thing people remember about is that this asshole this doesn't like coffee. Doesn't like coffee. <laughs> so I, I like coffee, so it's it's we're still okay. Right? We're, we're, we can still be here for a little while longer. So that this this is how we see I don't I don't mind being the villain though. You're so. the villain of whatever I am. Um, so when we were preparing for this we asked David what his like, you know, favorite like skeptic portrayal in the media was, and you actually had what was first on the, our list. The very anyways, first so one that we had listed, so thank it. you for stealing our content. Well, yeah. I, I disagree with your uh, your description, though. Okay, so yeah. they asked me what my favorite skeptic in pop culture is, and I saw their Google Doc that says, Dana Scully, hashtag skepticism goals, or skeptic Something. goals. And my... Uh, who here has seen X-Files? Hopefully most of you. Okay, most of you. If you haven't, you're wrong. Yeah, you're, you're false. You're all false beliefs. You're fake news. Um, in X-Files, people think of, of Scully as the skeptic because she is. She doesn't believe in the ghosts and the conspiracy theories and the aliens that Mulder believes in. But if you've watched X-Files, in their universe, all those things are true. Ghosts are real. The conspiracies are happening. Aliens are there. Mulder is the real skeptic. He's constantly looking for evidence. He does want to believe, but he also looks for the data to support those beliefs. I would categorize Scully as a denier. She is the equivalent of a global of a uh, of a climate change denier or a gravity denier because she has shown repeatedly that there's evidence in her world that aliens exist. She meets them. And then she still is skeptical in the future of those same exact claims. So I would say that the X-Files dynamic is switched because of their universe, because in the X-Files world, those things are real. And if those things were real in this world, I would be a believer too. I would be actively looking for those, uh, that evidence, and I would be just like Mulder, you know? I would not be Scully. Also, she's Catholic, so there you go. You just, you just blew, you just blew my mind. Why? Well, I would say, why are you yeah. so angry? And why are you just shitting all over everything that we like? I also, that's a big part of No Sacred Cows in the, uh, in the denialism section. Book during our show. He's, he's Can like, you believe this guy? So yeah. you guys can forget about this podcast and just get my book. <laughs> you know what? You're getting kicked out of the group chat after this. Yeah. So we're, we're done. Right. But, but actually, like, okay, so talk, talking about skepticism and being open to changing your ideas and your interpretations of things, you just describing that from that perspective, you've helped change my belief about and we feel that so like <laughs> you shouldn't you should feel good because you learned so, something so and that but that's the thing and that's and that's why i think we have to you know what there's that idea of like not having your mind open, so open that your brains fall out but just mm -hmm. like open enough to take in new ideas and you thought look like something happened here today we yeah we <laughs> come on our show you proved us wrong yeah 
We appreciate it. It's better than how most people react when I prove them wrong. <laughs> we're, we're all friends here. This is the point, point time where we threaten to kill you, right? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Well, okay, so I, I have a, a sort of like nerdy, maybe slightly childish idea of a great skeptic from from a book, and you can you can shit all over that if you want, but I don't know. <laughs> I we'll will. see. So, so we'll see. Um, so mine is Hermione Granger from Harry Potter. Oh no, um, she's good. That's so, a good one. Okay, so all right, so we're we're together on this so far. So what I like about her though, because I so I'm a parent. I have two little kids. I like the idea of introducing ideas about critical thinking and you know. Critical thinking, but also being a good, solid human. So that combination, like from a young age. So I love the idea that kids can read, you know, Harry Potter books and see this girl who who just, you know, grows up through the series, but she's smart as hell and she will problem solve. She will question things, all of that. But she also, at her core, is a good human, you know? And I think that sometimes in in pop culture, in just the world, you kind of paint the picture of the doubter or the skeptic or an atheist. And I don't know what Hermione's religious, religious beliefs are, but whatever. She's but a witch. You, she's yeah. a witch. So, <laughs> so like, there's that. The whole but thing so, revolves around yeah. magic. So, right, right. So you, so you have these ideas, but you, it's sometimes left out that people have the, the humanity. And so that's why I love this character because, you know, she's just, she's got the brains, but she also will, like, it's kind of like the ride or die friend. Too. I really like that yeah. too because atheists and skeptics are often portrayed negatively in media, including in our heroes. Like uh, I'd say House House MD. Yeah. He's an atheist. He's a skeptic, but he's also a dick. he's also number three on our list. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. well, there's not that many in popular culture, guys. <laughs> right. Not right. Uh, plus, Hermione's a mudblood, so we need to build a wall and keep her out or something. Oh. I don't know what I don't that know. means. <laughs> Yeah, you need I'm to read Harry Potter. You don't, yeah, you're, I, you're just I sitting between... Yeah. You never read talk, Harry. I guess. <laughs> no coffee, no Harry Potter. Remember coffee, this. no Harry Potter. I also don't like Star Wars. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I'm really sorry that... I'm sorry that I don't here. enjoy something. <laughs> you should be. You can enjoy it all you want. Now yeah. I can't. My, yeah. my lack of... Enjoyment should not affect yeah. your happiness. So, so I realize, like we, I mean, we could probably talk about all of this stuff for a really long time, but we don't want to do that to you guys. Um, <laughs> and there's plenty of other really good people that are going to be talking today. But one other little segment we always do on our show is why we love the internet. Well, we have we, we have more people we can talk about. We have time. We have, I don't think we do. Do we? Yeah, I feel like we need to like. Yeah, we have like. She says. The Christian says yes. Okay. Yeah. All we right. got plenty so, of time. Yeah. All right, fine. Fine. Because I'm a woman, so you're this is, this is, Oh, no. No, we're not going there. But we got uh, another, one. Another, one, another one. Another one on here, of course, uh, Rick Sanchez from oh, Rick yeah. and Morty. Yeah, we can't skip him. So, so we, we hate on me for not liking Star Wars, not like it, but like nothing for Rick and Morty. Okay, I like it. Okay, we I, we love. I get Rick I get like one. Per, I've already alienated like everybody, everybody. in the room, so yeah. that's why they're like I don't want to agree with this guy at all. Can you just give the best quote ever? From uh, it's, it's from the pilot episode. There is no God. You got to rip that bandaid off right now. You'll thank me later. <laughs> like twenty. It's uh, it's a show called Rick and Morty. It is the best show you will ever watch. So you should go watch it. Uh, of course, after the preferably conference. after this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like not, not right, right now, now. please. Yeah, like yeah. watch our stuff. 
But yeah, uh, and that's like 20 seconds in, and that's about the time that I decided that this is the, <laughs> the, the, best, yeah. uh, the best animated show I've ever seen. Uh, but then we, moving down our list here, we have a few others. Uh, some examples from nonfiction, uh, like what, Mythbusters, uh, Cosmos, Food Evolution, uh, Penn and Teller's Bullshit, and then you have uh, some, a, a project of your own that, yeah. that we're fans of. Yeah, you, you have to be a fan of my project because you're my friend. Because but, but I yeah, I'm, I'm making. I'm not your yeah. oh. Such a hater. Yeah. I, I'm making a, um, a short documentary called Science Moms about evidence based parenting, where like we tackle issues related to GMOs, vaccines, that kind of stuff that gets so blown out of proportion with myths and like weird fear mongering parent culture. And so my my film isn't an atheist type of thing, but it's a skeptical, critical thinking thing. And I feel like anytime you can plant seeds of critical thinking um, about one topic, maybe that spills over to other things. Like if somebody realizes they can challenge their preconceived beliefs on something like GMOs or vaccines or you know other bullshit medical stuff, then maybe you know they start to think, oh, what are some other beliefs that I've held really dear that can be challenged in other ways? And so, it's interesting for me, like the project I've been working on, I have people following it who are all sorts of religious backgrounds and all of that, and, but you can kind of be united under certain you know, topics of critical thinking. So being open-minded to reaching other tribes of people and you know, maybe hope that, that some of the critical thinking spills over. Into right, and, and I think that's, that's, that's our entire goal is to change minds by critical thinking, and that's why we focus on religion so much on our on our show and on. I don't think we talked about our our Facebook pages. We have I have a science enthusiast, and she's skeptical of parenting on Facebook, and we we talk so much about the ideas and about religion because to me that religion is the original pseudoscience. If I can get you to believe this unbelievable story, then it's not that much of a reach for you to believe, well, maybe homeopathy works, maybe naturopathy works, maybe I can stick pins in me and, and now all of a sudden I can hear. And But uh, we ha our last segment that, that we have on, on the show every week is why we love the internet. It's kind of, uh, we talk, we talk about, about memes talk a lot normally. Way too much. Way yeah. too much because memes yeah. are life. Uh, yeah. But uh, this week we're just going to talk about some of our favorite uh, uh, content creators, podcasts, uh, YouTubers, things like that. So, Natalie, yeah. what are some of yours? So, I think one of the one of the things that when I got into kind of skepticism, all that was trying to figure out how, what's the best way to communicate these ideas in a way where you're just not being a dick, even though sometimes it's you just want to be like, oh my god, what you believe this is, is awful, ridiculous. <laughs> but one of the one of my favorite people that I've kind of found in all this is Michael Marshall, who known as Marsh. He's one of the UK skeptics that does. Um, he's an organizer of the QED conference. Does the Skeptics with a K podcast. Does um, this podcast called Be Reasonable, where he talks to conspiracy theorists? Consp yeah, uh, I think some faith healers and there was a woman who thought like Wi-Fi was mm. I don't know so something you could do something with crystals and Wi-Fi. I don't know. He has conversations with people who have beliefs that are totally out there, but he has really respectful conversations. And so, just listening to somebody be patient and. I would, I would, if you're going to listen to Be Reasonable, I would suggest the 9-11 truther that he talked to uh, three or four months ago, because it is, that's it's a okay. ride. Yeah. <laughs> so, so somebody like him, and then the, my other 
couple that I just love are um, my friend Miles Power and the League of Nerds um, podcast and YouTube channel. And they, yeah, I like them. What about you? Uh, I'm most, I don't do the YouTube stuff so much, and but uh, some of my favorite people on Facebook would be like Cybabe, uh, Do Even Science Bro, uh, Incredible Hulk, uh, other other people in that in that whole realm are, are a small little circle of friends. That's how I came across David David G in the in the first place, uh, what like a year and a half ago, yeah. And I and you you shared something that I had, I had made, and I sent like five messages saying, "Oh, awesome! Thank you so much! You're so cool!" And yeah. then now. Yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> Actually, You're so I, think, great. I think you said that I was your secret boyfriend or something. I something was... to that effect. Uh... <clears throat> I, I do have something to add to this, though. Yeah. Um, I, I don't have any. I don't watch a lot of YouTube or podcasts or anything. But in terms of getting the message of science and skepticism out, um, this probably won't appeal to a lot of you. But his name's Baba Brinkman, and he's the world's first peer-reviewed rap artist. In other words, he everything that he talks about is basically like poetry, spoken poetry that is all about science and skepticism and religion, um, and it's really, really good. He's he's incredible at getting the facts right and not putting out any false information. And like he says, he's peer reviewed, so he looks to make sure that all of his lyrics match scientific research, which is very, very difficult. Uh, he has to he has to. Uh, simplify a lot of stuff and he's very good at it so i'd recommend him i was wondering how you peer review rap but it, it, the, the raps are about peer reviewed he's it's not peer reviewed well, no yeah the, the lyrics the lyrics themselves are peer reviewed to make sure but that then, they are we peer reviewing with... the 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 rap then afterwards like are we see th this is in hashtag skeptic so <laughs> That's supposed to be a joke. It's like we, we're friends. Like it's it's cool. He's attacking me. <laughs> right, <Get> him, guys. <laughs> Maybe I'll back. He doesn't like coffee. My God! Like stop, stop, stop. See exactly. Just, like they already funny. don't like me. It's just funny because we never do this in front of people. So now I just know. Like, and, yeah. Now I know forever. I will mention that you don't like yeah, coffee. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Appreciate that. It does it does a lot for my for my anxiety. I appreciate it. I, li I, I like you though. So it's okay. I wouldn't be able to tell by uh, <laughs> what's happened here. But uh, we also like our patrons. You can uh, become one at patreon.com slash TSC podcast. Uh, that's how we can afford to come to things like this, uh, which is which is awesome. You can follow me on Facebook as a science enthusiast. Follow her as skeptical parenting and or science moms. Why not both? Uh, we're on Twitter, uh, Instagram. Uh, this this guy, David, you, you know his stuff. and. And it's it kind of turned into the No Sacred Cows podcast earlier today, but <laughs> and dogma debate. <laughs> well, that's what that's what our joke was because we have the dogma debate, uh, and, and I was like, I'm not taking that banner off. I'm not touching David's stuff. Uh, <laughs> the other David, I'm not. Like, Who are you to do that? So we are the uh, science dogma debate podcast, I guess today. But uh, you can also reach out to us at podcast.scienceenthusiast.com. And uh, we just wanted to say thank you to Thomas, uh, wherever Thomas is right now. Oh, there he is. He's standing out there. Thomas and Sarah for giving us this opportunity. That is awesome. Thank you for Emily, for my lovely girlfriend, for all the support that she has, uh, Natalie and David, uh, for doing this with us. Natalie for dealing with me. And Natalie's been staying with me since Tuesday. So she's about ready to go. <laughs> 
<laughs> so Thank we, you guys very much for having me. Yeah. Having you back. You're a friend oh, of the yeah, show. We had you on early on. on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you this, this all started like a year ago. Yeah, we we we've been friend we've been Facebook friends for a year. Mm -hmm. Facebook told me the other day. So, so you know that's, that's how we know. This is how we know. This is how we mark time with Facebook memories. So, um, we always end with a quote of the week. So yeah, yeah, so hit us with a quote. All right. So it's Carl Sagan because Carl Sagan is, because of course. is everything to me. Um, yeah. So we can judge our progress by the courage of our questions and the depth of our answers, our willingness to embrace what is true rather than what feels good. So, nice. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. The music you heard tonight was written and performed by Adam Johnson and was used with his permission. You can contact Adam at adamjohnsondc at gmail.com. This podcast is property of Not Narrow or Straight LLC, all rights reserved.